This is a passage and a principle where we help you to think on God's Word so that our minds can be renewed to be like Jesus. Let's get into God's Word. Hello and welcome to today's episode of A Passage and a Principle. As we continue on through the Gospel of Mark, I do want to announce here at the beginning of this that we're going to sort of cut back a little bit in the amount of podcasts that we do put out there. Uh, we were doing, for the first couple of weeks, we wanted to do it every single day uh, just to get it out there and let you kind of get a feel for you know what we're doing and why we're doing it. So uh, starting after this episode, we're going to put out three a week instead of five a week. We're going to put out three a week as well as the blog post uh, that goes online. Hopefully as you uh, continue on in listening to this, uh, it'll be encouraging to you and you'll be learning more about God's Word. Our passage today is Mark chapter 2, verse 18 through 22. Uh, John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and they came and said to him, Why do John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, while the bridegroom is with them, the attendants of the bridegroom cannot fast, can they? So long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and they will fast in that day. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old gar garment, otherwise the patch pulls away from it. And the new from the old, and a worse tear results. No one puts new wine into old wine skins, otherwise the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is lost in the skins as well. But one puts new wine into fresh wineskins. So as we think about this, Jesus had just had an encounter with the religious leaders. Uh, they don't understand why he does the things he does. Uh, in, in that particular passage before this, uh, Jesus was eating with sinners and tax collectors, and they didn't like that. Uh, they didn't know, they didn't think that uh, that's something that a religious leader should be doing. And so uh, they were upset about that. Of course, Jesus would respond with the statement that it's not those who are righteous uh, but uh, you know, he didn't come to call the righteous, he came to call sinners. You know, it's not the, it's not the well who need a doctor, it's the sick. And so Je uh, Jesus is telling them he's come to call those who would recognize the fact that they were lost and that they needed a Savior. And so that moves us into this passage that we look at today. You know, Jesus had just been questioned about eating with, uh, you know, sinners and tax collectors. Now, as that moves further along, Jesus is going to be asked the question again, why? Uh, because he's, his disciples are not fasting like uh, the others are, uh, in, in, in particular John's disciples. Um, they even bring John the Baptist's disciples here into this uh, trying to have a little bit of an edge on the argument. Um, and so as we think about fasting, you know, the law only required fasting on the Day of Atonement. Uh, in Leviticus 16, 29 through, through 30, it gives that, uh, you know, that requirement for that. But eventually it became a normal part of religious observance by the time of Jesus. And so fasting was usually associated at the time of setting aside something in order to focus on God. Uh, there were times that it could be seen as uh, something that was uh, uh, sort of impressed God and so on and so forth. But mainly it was seen not as a time of joy, but oftentimes a time of, of gloom in, the, in which the uh, religious leaders would often make themselves look bad as they were, as they were doing this fast. So Jesus answers them with an illustration of a wedding. A wedding is a time of celebration. Uh, when someone attends a wedding party, their responsibility is simply to enjoy the wedding, to celebrate along with the bride and groom. And that's what Jesus is saying here. You know, the bridegroom, Jesus, is here. And it's a time to be joyful. 
One day Jesus will be gone, and then they'll fast. But the problem for the religious leaders is they were so focused on their religious practices that they let it steal away their joy. So Jesus is, again, he, he goes on to explain a little further. And he uses the idea of wine and, uh, and a patch. And so he, he goes on and he says, uh, you know, the new way is not like the old way. New wineskins have to be put into new, uh, new wineskins must be used for new wine. Or else the old wineskins, uh, which are not flexible, uh, they'll burst. And an unshrunk cloth will pull away uh, when it shrinks and it'll tear the garment. So what Jesus is saying here is he's not coming to add something to the old but to bring something new. In fact, the Pharisees and their way uh, is not compatible with the new way, Jesus. But all along, this, what Jesus is bringing is what's been prophesied and talked about in the law and the prophets the whole time. So Jesus came to provide a way, the only way for sinners to be forgiven and to receive new life. And Jesus is the only way for that salvation. It's not something he's adding to a religious practice. Jesus is bringing salvation and new life to those who would trust him, who would look to him. So as you think about this, so ask yourself this question. Are you following religion or are you following Jesus? Pray with me today. Father, thank you for our time here. I just pray your blessings on those who've listened. May you uh, encourage them. May you touch their hearts. May they surrender all to you and seek to follow you. We pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me today.